This is the Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists in Cedar Falls, Iowa, and I'm your host, Kat Bean Hansen. Welcome. We're glad you're here. This week's message comes from our service on October 31st, 2021. Pastor Emma Peterson talks us through a ritual for the Samhain holiday. Welcome on this All Hallows Sunday, the eve of All Souls Day. This morning, I'd like to lead each of you through a ritual to invite your ancestors to the table. On this day, the veil between this world and the next is believed to be at its thinnest. This is the time of year when we are closest to those who have passed on before us. I recognize that many of us have complicated relationships with members of our family who have died or with our ancestors who came many, many years before us. This ritual in no way is meant to belittle or discount the epigenetic trauma or the painful family memories you may be carrying. Instead, this is a time to invite the healing best intentions of those who walked the lines of your lineage before you, and an opportunity to grow closer in knowledge and understanding of their hopes for you. In order to be born, you needed two parents, four grandparents, eight great-grandparents, 16 great-great-second-great-grandparents, 32 third-great-grandparents, 64 fourth great-grandparents, 128 fifth great-grandparents, 256 sixth great-grandparents, 512 seventh great-grandparents, 1,024 eighth great-grandparents, and 2,048 ninth great-grandparents. That is the most numbers you will ever hear me say in a sermon. For you to be alive today, you needed a total of 4,094 ancestors spanning over 400 years. Imagine for just a moment those 4,094 lives. Imagine all of the small moments of joy, sorrow, grief, loss, laughter, and tears. Imagine the love stories the harrowing birth stories, the accumulated family lore. Over 4,000 people, each with their own life story, traveling over many centuries so that you may walk your own journey now. Imagine the great cloud of saints and witnesses that surrounds you on your daily walk. Imagine those who came before you, What did they hope for in their own lives and for the lives of those who would follow after them? Imagine they are surrounding you now and they very well truly may be on this day when the veil between this world and the next is at its thinnest. 
Imagine they are filling you up with the blessings that they carry. Let's begin today's ritual. Today's ritual primarily draws from Wiccan tradition with centuries of healers who kept their craft secret. And this is the altar that we've created for today's ritual. This altar contains objects from my own family of origin, and I'll explain them in a moment, as well as some other items. So as I go through the things that are on the altar, if you'd like to recreate this ritual at another time, perhaps you can take note of some of the elements that call to you when you build your own altar table. First, I'd like to talk about some of the stones that are on this table. Uh, those come from Melissa, our rock goddess, uh, who brought them <laughs> to use for the altar today. And they all have properties. And I have a feeling I'm going to screw up telling you which ones are which. So just point me in the right direction. So fluorite. Uh, fluorite uh, has properties that are said to transmute negative energy and turn it into positive energy. So when you're doing a ritual like this and you're playing with spirits and energies, you want to make sure that the right guests are invited, that the right guests show up. And so these offer just a little bit of extra protection. We have some onyx, the center. This big one here is onyx, and that has healing properties. I'd like this ritual to have a healing aspect, so a reparative aspect. So we brought some onyx. And then we have some smoky quartz here. And smoky quartz is meant to disperse fear and promote calmness and inner peace. So I thought something that disperses fear would be a good thing to have on the table today. I have a couple of things that I've brought from my own home that are connected to ancestors in my life. Uh, this sleigh uh, was owned by my grandmother, my bapa, um, and she had several in her family that she passed on, and this one came to me. This uh, Bunny belonged to my dog, Roberta, who is uh, not an ancestor, but she was certainly a member of my family. And uh, I thought it'd be nice if maybe she showed up today. So I brought her Bunny. Um, this is a basket woven of sweetgrass uh, made by the uh, Penobscot tribe in down east Maine. It's a gift given to me from my father. And this is a bag of lavender um, that comes from the lavender farm that's about seven miles from my home in Dysart. So herbs and grains and purifying things always make a nice addition to an altar table. This is a little chalice that I have here because we're Unitarian Universalists. So I felt that we should have a chalice. And then I have here an ancestral meal. So if you're going to recreate an ancestral altar, uh, if you have a guest come to your home, you typically offer them something to eat and drink, right? So if you have ancestors that are visiting you on All Saints Day, it's very nice to offer them a glass of water or some wine or you know, something else. If you're trying to get in touch with someone specific and they have a drink, say they always loved a glass of whiskey, you can offer something like that. And then I have here uh, just some fruit and cheese and cake because we're spanning over many hundreds of years and you don't know who's going to show up, you wanna um, offer foods that will hopefully be familiar to just about everybody. Um, so no pizza bagels and Pops Rocks, things like that, unless you're trying to get in touch with someone specific and then by all means. 
So that's how I built the altar table. Um, and if you want to recreate this at home, you can use uh, different things, but this is more or less uh, what, what we've created for today. So when you're attempting any kind of spell casting work, it's very important that you um, create a circle of protection. So one of the first things that we're going to do is we're all going to focus in on creating a circle of protection on this table and also in this whole space. So that requires all of our collective energy. You know, there are a lot of people in church this Sunday, a lot of positive energy, and we really just want to focus on protection. So I have eight white candles here in uh, Wiccan traditions. White candles uh, signify purity and protection. So that's why we have these. And Mary Kay is going to help me light them because there are so many of them. And just as you're lighting candles, as you're preparing to do a spell or a ritual, oh geez, as you light them, just focus on asking that the circle be protected and kept safe during the ritual. So now the circle of protection has been cast. And now we're going to call the four corners, which is something that many Unitarian Universalists are familiar with. We use it in a lot of our ritual practices. We'll call the four corners and then we'll call the great spirit of all creation. And that just invites those powers and those energies into the space with us. So as I call the corners, um, I'm going to ask that those that are in the sanctuary, if you're able, that you stand and you rise with me so that we can speak to each corner as we call them. So first, we are going to call the spirit of the east, which is over here, right? Yep. <laughs> All right, everybody face east. We call on the spirit of the east, the place where the sun rises with gratitude for the light that illuminates our path, we invite and welcome the East to our ritual table. We now call on the spirit of the South who comforts and heals us with warmth. We thank you for the gift of wind and the healing power of warm temperatures. We invite and welcome the South to our ritual table. We'll turn to the West. We call on the spirit of the West the place where the sun sets. The West reminds us of the fact of the cycles of life. We invite and welcome the West to our ritual table. We'll turn to the North. We call on the spirit of the North, whose cold temperatures and falling snow remind us of the necessity of rest and recuperation. We invite and welcome the North to our ritual table. And we call finally on the spirit of all life, the breath that breathes through each of us, connecting us to one another in the divine web of existence of which we are all a part. We welcome and invite the spirit of life to our ritual table. The directions are called, the circle is cast, and now we stand in sacred space. You may be seated. Now that the circle is cast and the table is set, I invite each of you to move into a space of meditation and reflection. We invite now our ancestors, our spirit guides, those who travel in our soul families to join us at the table. 
We have offerings of food and drink so that we may break bread in the company of those who came before us. Imagine now who has come to your table to visit. Who is the person that sits with you? This may be an ancestor you have met. This may be someone you knew in your own life. This may be someone you knew of through stories. This may be someone you have never met who you do not know. It is possible, too, that you are not related at all to the person who has come to visit you, but rather you are connected by soul. Take a moment to ask the name of the person who has come to visit you and to learn who they are. You can now have a conversation with the ancestor who is visiting you. Here are some questions you might ask. What wishes and dreams did you have in your life? What sustained you and kept you going when life was hard and painful? What should I know? What can you tell me about the path our lineage has walked? What is the higher purpose of our long family line? What does our lineage need to heal? Where must we repair? Where must we make amends as we continue on our path? Often the ancestors hold knowledge and wisdom about our own selves and our own purpose that we may not yet even be aware of. You can ask the person at the table with you, what is my soul's higher purpose? How might I sense the wishes and intentions of those who came before me to live into my highest good? Take some time now to sit with your ancestor at the table. Converse as you might with a long lost friend. When you are ready, you can say goodbye. You can say goodbye knowing that the souls that travel with us are always with us. Our ancestors, our loved ones that have gone before us are always here with us in spirit and in presence, protecting us and loving us and following us along our way. So even when you say goodbye, you say goodbye knowing that they are truly never really gone because love is an eternal thing. Thank those who have come to visit you today for coming to the table. May you continue to carry their memory in your heart and may your connection to them 
remind you of the force of love which surrounds you at all times. We offer our thanks and our gratitude to all those spirits that came to visit us today, and we release them back to the world beyond. Those who have come to the table, you are free to go. Hail and farewell, so mote it be. And now to close our circle, we release the first, the spirit of life. Spirit of life, we thank you for your presence here with us today. We offer gratitude for your blessing and protection. You are released and free to go. Hail and farewell. And now we'll begin with the direction we called last. If you're present in the sanctuary, I invite you now to turn to the north. We give thanks to the spirit of the north. You are released and free to go. Hail and farewell. We give our thanks to the spirit of the west. You are released and free to go. Hail and farewell. We give our thanks to the spirit of the south. You are released and free to go. Hail and farewell. We give thanks to the spirit of the east. You are released and free to go. Hail and farewell. The circle is now open, yet forever unbroken. Amen and blessed be. This has been the Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists. The music is by Nathan Moore. If you want to learn more about the CVUU, visit our website at www.cedarvalleyuu.org. And you can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Cedar Valley UU. We welcome visitors to attend our online services on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time. If you'd like to learn more about joining us for a service, send us an email at cvuupodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.